Hello, and welcome back to Panther Pit. My name is Riley Stapleton. I'm here with Jenna Sanders. Um, how you doing today, Jenna? I'm doing great. Ready to get senior year over with. How yeah, um, I'm feeling great. I'm so excited to be back in journalism. Uh, we got Jenna here, our sports editor, um, replacing John Webb we had last year. But uh, this is going to be the best season of Panther Pit yet, so you guys better be excited. Um, we just got back from summer, back in school, uh, about to finish up our second week. How, how's school been for you, Jenna? I mean, it's been pretty good. I'm really more excited about, you know, the sports aspect and just uh-huh. kind of like getting everyone out there writing, especially we have two new Cubs that are going to be writing sports religiously, uh-huh. so yeah. we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we got a bigger sports department this year. Um, my schedule seems pretty easy. Senior year is not too bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, I'm ready to get into the sports. I'm ready to get writing. Um, we are one of what, four people that have been able to work with Spencer for four years now. Yes. Going into our last year, it's kind of sad, but I'm hoping for a big year. But no one cares about that. Let's actually get into what we're here to talk about. Fall sports are here, and uh, it's football, softball, and volleyball. We're going to start with football. Um, big change for the team. 26 seniors last year, 17 of them were starters, which is just, you know, it kind of normally would mark a rebuilding year for a school when you, you when you lose that much talent. But um, I went to the scrimmage. You know, it didn't – we played Callaway. We lost 26-6, to but everyone still seemed positive. And I talked to um, junior quarterback Hunter Lawson and junior running back Kalen Sims and then Coach Phillips, and everyone seemed positive. You know, people are starting to write us off. You know, you lose that much talent, no way that you're going to be as good. But they're, they're hungry for a three-peat and, um, as region champions, and I think they can do it. Uh, like I said, you know, we lost a couple pieces in our offensive line, I believe. Um, Joey was our quarterback. He's gone. We lost um, our entire backfield except for Kalen. Mitch, Cole, and Nick all graduated. Brandon Rue, our number one receiver, graduated. Offense took a hit, big hit. But um, Sean King will play some receiver. We got Kalen Sims, Carson Kalen, Ben Bodney, um, Ardit Hody. You know, they're hoping to replicate that backfield. And I think the offense will be fine. Hunter is – Coach Phillips is one of the fastest quarterbacks we've ever had. And, um, you know, a team as run dominant as we are, that'll come in handy. Um, defense is looking good. Michael Burnett, Sean King uh, – They'll probably be the leaders there. Um, I know Coach Phillips felt confident in our secondary. Uh, sophomore Wes Haney had a great scrimmage. He was all over the field. I was very impressed with how he played. Coach Phillips had, you know, a lot of good things to say about him too. And so, you know, a lot of these other teams think it's going to be super easy to knock off Stars Mill this year. You know, you lose that much, you're done. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, another sports writer on staff, Ben Barkley, kind of has a story about what those other teams will need to do to dethrone, you know, this dynasty that Stars Mill is kind of starting. And I think it'll be a dynasty that continues. Um, I'm feeling confident about this year's team. Uh, you should definitely come and watch all the home games or the away games. I'll be at all of them. It'll be fun. Uh, we start the year with Mount Zion, I believe. And I was corrected in my story. I said the Mount Zion Eagles. Apparently it's Mount Zion Bulldogs. Don't know why you make two high schools named both Mount Zion. That's beyond me. <laughs> but uh, then we'll play Northgate for the third year in a row, I believe. Chapel Hill, third year in a row. Sandy Creek after that. Um, Chapel Hill is the only away game. We have six home games and four road games this year. Don't know if that's normal. If you include the scrimmage, seven home games. But yeah, first away game is September 7th at Chapel Hill, and then we get into region games. And I believe it was Morrow was swapped with Jonesboro. So Jonesboro is now in a region. That's our first region game. But yeah, football, looking good. I'm excited. Our next change we actually have is we have a new volleyball head coach, Coach Flowers. Um, so the team started with a 2-0 win 
against Harris County and Our Lady of Mercy. That was last week. They fought hard, and it was a big change from having Coach Ellison, who we've mm-hmm. had for multiple years, as long as I've been here, I know, yeah. for our head volleyball coach. And staff, we had a staff writer, uh, Ty Odom, actually sat down and talked with Coach Flowers after last week's wins, and here is what Coach Flowers had to say about those. Good start to the season. Um, they passed well and served well, and we uh, still got to work on some little things, but uh, overall, we're very pleased with how they did. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, the volleyball team then went on to play on the north side of town over the weekend, and they did win two of the games that they played. However, they then went on to lose the next two. Um, when asked about traveling, Coach Flowers also had to say this. For uh, this coming tournament, um, what what can you expect to get? Well, we're just hoping to compete with um, some bigger schools up on the north side of town. Mm-hmm. Um, it's rare to get to travel up that way during the season. Um, we normally don't see these teams until state. Uh, we're trying to get some of that competition in early so we can kind of see where we measure up. Yeah, I talking about their hot start to the year, I was at the first game against Our Lady of Mercy. It wasn't really a competition. I think we started a little slow, but then we got into the field for the game, and it was it was a blowout. It wasn't even close. And um, I think, I mean, volleyball, I think the regular season last year was kind of rough, but then the region it tournament was. came around, and they made a run that shocked everyone, finished second in the region beyond McIntosh, who was really good. Um, I know we upset Whitewater in the semifinals, and that was a big deal. Yeah, I was at the game where we upset Whitewater, and – the energy that the girls had after that game was just crazy, and it was amazing to see them play Whitewater and then mm-hmm. immediately turn around and play McIntosh. Mm-hmm. And then it was a very close game when they did play McIntosh last season, and mm-hmm. it felt like, you know, maybe this year they could dethrone them. I don't know if we lost too many pieces of that team. I mean, we this, did not. this team is still very good. And I think when you talk about that, teamwork and how they all work together. That was huge when I saw against Our Lady Mercy. You know, we would score a point, and, you know, all the people on Mercy just kind of looked around and were like, you know, ugh. But um, whether or not we scored a point or Mercy scored a point after everyone, you know, team huddled together, and there was just – you could see the chemistry was way stronger on the Stars Mill side than it was for Mercy. And I think that that really goes a long way. I think playing together as a team a lot of times, you know, will help you beat those other people that are just playing for themselves. And, of course, like, talent has a big deal with sports, but mm-hmm. I feel like teamwork is definitely one of the number one aspects that you have yeah. to have in a team. Yeah, if you have bad saying. chemistry, there's just no way you can have a team. That was – I talked to Leah Dubin, who plays – she's on our softball team. I talked to her um, following the McIntosh game, and I think she said the biggest difference between last year and this year is that they're all playing for each other now. And I think whenever you have a team that everyone's playing for each other, you have everyone's back. It builds a dynamic that those teams where it's just a bunch of people playing for themselves, you know, those teams don't have that. And so that's huge. And I think – I feel like after what happened last year, the girls on this team, on the volleyball team, now feel, you know, we can do this. You know, we can beat anyone who we step on the court with, whether or not other people think that we can or not. And I think that'll be huge come later in the year. All right. So we actually have another new head coach. We have a new cross-country coach. We have Kelly Rock. And so last year we had, of course, Nick Nyman, Harrison Mm -hmm. Fultz. They led the team region and state. Um, you know, I feel like they're probably hoping senior year to keep that up, (laughs) maybe break some records that they had. Yeah. Um, time trials are actually last weekend and Ty, uh, the guy who talked to flowers is still working on an update from that and we will have that for you. And then we will talk more about, uh, cross country on next week's episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know one thing that happened last year, I think it was at state is Fultz. I think he beat Nyman in one of the competitions, 1600 or 
800. And I kind of, I'm excited to see that competitiveness, see if Fultz can, you know, really get up to, I mean, if he, I feel like he might even be on that level. I just think having two guys like that is just, it'll be fun to see what goes down with cross country. It will, because you never know, you know, Fultz could take over Nyman's yeah. spot. You know, we could keep Nyman, you know, you mm-hmm. never know. It'll be fun. I, I, it's good to have two guys on your team competing to be the best in the state. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a good problem <laughs> to have. Um, their biggest meet early in the season is Saturday of the Labor Day weekend at Heritage. So make sure you come support them, watch Nyman and Fultz. That'll, that'll be fun. That's um, always an interesting race to see because you see all their parents and everything there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's they're they're great. They Cross great. country and track, they're just they're insane athletes. It's so impressive to watch them when mm-hmm. you're just like a writer because yeah. you see them run and they don't look winded, and you're just yeah, like, no, oh, okay. I don't know why you would run for fun. That's just no. not me, but it's it's fine. Um, uh, the fall team with the fewest changes is softball. Um, I don't think they had too many seniors. You know, they had the same coach, and uh, they won the region last year. Sadly, lost in the first round, but I think they're coming back this year with a vengeance. They're already six and zero. Big thing, East Coweta last year. Um, I think they're a seven A school. They were thirty six and zero and won the state championship last year. And we didn't play them in a real game, but we scrimmaged them and won that scrimmage. And while it's not going to show up on your record or anything, um, that's just good to boost your self-esteem. You know, you take this team who no one in the state could beat last year, and you open your season by beating them, even if it isn't. It went to extra innings. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I didn't even know if a scrimmage would go to extra innings, but it did, and I think just, you know, winning that one, it's going to be a game where that experience helps you later on. But um, then they turned around and smacked Griffin 16-1. <laughs> uh, oh. Then they played a Carrollton tournament this past weekend, won that tournament, beating East Paulding, Heritage, Chapel Hill, South Paulding. And then – um. Uh, just on Tuesday, played McIntosh and beat them 3-0. It was really a pitcher's duel. We got some runs early, and that was really you know the only good hitting. Uh, sophomore Rebecca Mew was pitching for McIntosh, and uh, we had a freshman, Lily Beckus. I don't really know how to say her last name. I think it's B-A-C-K-E-S. Okay. Um, she's good. <laughs> I need to figure out how to say her name because she's good, and I'm going to be talking about her a lot. Um, but, yeah, I think the softball team is really good, and like I said, you know, Last year, first-round playoffs, probably not the result they wanted. I think this team is back to avenge that. But um, they won six of their first seven, started 6-0, and and I talked to Williamson about that, and I'm going to play that interview so you guys can hear what he had to say. The thing is just talk to me about, you know, how you guys started the year. I heard we beat East Coweta in a scrimmage, and they were like 38-0 last year. Yeah, that was – I mean, it was it was big for the girls for confidence, you mm-hmm. know. Yes, it was a scrimmage, but, you know, um, anytime a program like that, you can – whether you beat them or not, just playing with them and feeling like that you're competitive, uh, I think is a great confidence booster um, for our team and our program. So that was a that was a that was a nice day. And then the Carrollton tournament that went well. Carrollton went well. Um, we played Griffin Thursday night. And, um, they were they're down a little bit this year. So, but uh, Carrollton, we played some strong teams. You know, Chapel Hill's always good. Heritage is good. East Paulding, South Paulding are, are really coming along, but um, we we got a scrappy little group. They don't give up. We were down in all four games and had to come back to win them all. Um, you know, it's the good thing about this year. We don't have the power we had we've had in the past, but we've got some speed. We can make things happen, and if we play solid defense, 
you know, we've got three pitchers that all have different um, uh, attributes about them that can help us win ball games. So, uh, looking forward to what seems like it's going to be a fun year. And um, one thing that I was just talking to Mr. Spencer about is that we have like six left lefties. Yes, yeah. So what does that add it's, to the it's team? Dri- it's driving another coach. It seems like three or four coaches this weekend were like, "Ah, how many lefties do you have?" <laughs> you know, we've never had this many lefties, and it's just that that helps with that speed component that we're talking about because let's face it, you're two or three feet closer to the base when you come out of the batter's box. So, you know, sometimes that makes teams rush a little bit um, with all our slappers. You know. They can all fly, so you know if they get the ball on the ground. If you're not, if there's a bobble or anything, they're going to be on. And then when you get, you know, you get a couple of them on base, you know, you can mm-hmm. have fun with that. Just you know, whether it's stealing, hit and run, that sort of stuff, double steals. It's just, uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun to have have that on the yeah, team. Teams kind of have to play perfect to keep you off the board. Yes, they do. You know, it's kind of like. Um, you know, we played teams in the past where you know, hey, you know they're going to have speed. And if you don't fill the ball perfectly and make the, the perfect throw, quick throw, get it out quick, you, you know you're in trouble. You know they're going to be running the bases on you left and right. So, you know, your catcher's got to be on their toes all the time. And that's kind of where I feel like we're at this year. So other teams, you know, once we get runners on, it's uh, it's it's fun to watch the girls, especially when, when you don't have to tell them things, you know. Um, balls in the dirt, pass balls, bobble balls, when, when they know to read it and to go, not to wait on the coach to tell them what to do. They just know we're playing aggressive this year, and when they see something, go for it. So. And uh, I believe Flanders had, like, five stolen bases in two games or something. Can she you talk did. to me about I her think, base running? Yeah, she's, um, she's good. She, if she stays <laughs> healthy, she, she will definitely leave here as the all-time career stolen base leader. I'm not sure if she has the single season lead, or if she, if she, you know, had that from last year or not. But um, you know, you've got her. She had probably five or six. I think she had five stolen bases in the first two games, and then I think Dubin had four or five this weekend. The little freshman, uh, Sydney Blair, she can flat out go. <laughs> she might be able to outrun them both. Um, so you know, if we can just find ways to get her on base. Um, she's going to be another one, but yeah, Flan's Flan's special. She's, you know, not only can she run, she can hit, she can play defense. Um, so she, she's a good one to have out there. Okay, Williamson very high on the team. Um, like I mentioned, in the interview six lefties. That's kind of a nightmare lineup to face. You know, you just slap and Of course, all the lefties on our team are insanely fast. I remember talking to Shelby, our photojournalist. Um, they would they would bunt or whatever and just take off and you know you see the ball hit the bat and you look and she's already on first base you know I think Lauren Flanders I think she was teleporting but that's just my opinion um, Flanders is just the all around amazing player oh though. she's incredible she made this insane diving catch uh, she played second base the ball was hit right past her I thought it was going to be a single into the outfield and she dove and snatched and got it to first and I was just she was everywhere against McIntosh. She was reflexes. crazy. Quick reflexes. She's just a really fast She's quick. No, she's yeah, quick. she's fast. I mean, she's just a little, like, she's so small. And yeah. it's just, you know, it's kind of, you know, you can go to football and you see these, you know, bigger athletes like Cole Gilly from last year. You're like, yeah, it makes sense. You know, they're one of the top athletes <laughs> yeah. at school. But then there's a Lauren Flanders, and, you know, you might not think <laughs> that she's going to be one of the better athletes we have, but she for sure is. She is insane. But, um. Sadly, the undefeated season came to an end the day after they beat McIntosh Tuesday. 
yesterday they played Union Grove and lost 15-7. to However, our biggest challenge is probably going to be with Whitewater because Whitewater defeated McIntosh with a huge win, 7-1. to mm. So I'm kind of interested to see that Whitewater game coming up, I think, yeah. next week. And I think – I don't really know what happened against Union Grove. It's kind of unusual to – see our softball team give up 15 runs, especially between Wakana Sato and Paige Andrews and that freshman that we have. Um, well, yeah, it's, One will be interesting to see because we've heard a lot about her. Yeah, it's I don't, It's just uh, it's weird to see us give up 15 runs. I mean, we have such great pitchers. And just outside of, you know, Lily Page and um, Waka's pitching, the defense is just incredible. Like I said, everyone's mm-hmm. so fast. The outfield and infield can cover so much ground so quickly. Um, but uh, you just got to make sure that, you know, if they if they keep getting bats on balls, then they'll be fine. You know, I don't think one loss is going to end your season. But, uh, yeah, we play at Whitewater on August 21st. And these, these were the huge games last year. I believe um, Whitewater came here and beat us. We went to Whitewater and beat them, and we got the best of them for the region championship. And um, – <laughs> So they they have that chip on their shoulder that they want to prove that you know they're the top team in the region. So when these two teams duel it out, it'll it'll be crazy. But um, yeah, August twenty first we travel to Whitewater, and then September eighteenth Whitewater will come to Stars Mill. Be ready for those, and don't sleep. September eleventh uh, Macintosh will be back here again. So don't sleep on that game either. This softball will be fun this year in the region, no doubt. But um, I believe we covered everything. Uh, as so you know. Fall sports, you know, beginning of fall sports, not too much to talk about. It's when you get to the end of fall and then winter starts and then winter and you, know, you just have everything all at once. But uh, just a nice little Panther pit to start the year. Um, I believe these will be weekly now. That's instead a of, for us. Yeah, instead of bi-weekly. Um, we're hoping to get a Panther pit out to you every week, um, get, keep you more updated, you know, especially with things like fo- football. You know, you got a game per week. We can talk about those. But then you have softball and volleyball playing so many games. You want to stay updated. And Softball so, um, had, what three games last week? I mean, they they're playing three days in a row. They have another game tonight. They play Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week, and they already had a tournament. Yeah. I mean, you know, by the end of this week, it'll be two weeks into school year, and they'll have already played nine games. It's crazy, and they play a doubleheader on Saturday. Oh, that's by true. the end of the week, they'll play eleven. Uh, wow. They're they're active, but um, yeah, that's all we have. Uh, nice Panther pit to start the year. Um, hope you guys uh are excited for Panther Pit to be back, and uh, we hope that you'll join us for all the future episodes, and um, thank you for listening.